0: Well, 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 what difference does three weeks make in the footballing world? First leg, Real Madrid looked dead and out. Second leg, a whole different Real Madrid. Welcome guys back to another episode on the podcast. Hope everyone is doing well. There's only one place to start. That's in Madrid, Spain, what happened last night. But before I start there, I want to discuss the game on the weekend against That Something about Madrid, that game, changed. I don't know what it is. The boys looked different, they were pressing the football, they looked hungry, even without cross. They looked like they wanted to, you know, I guess to get some kind of momentum heading into the PSG game. And I said to myself, is it because we went down one off into Sociedad? Is the reason we were playing this pressing game and playing so different? Because we know that Sevilla drew the day before, so we had to win to gain points in the league. Whatever it was, I don't know what, what what Carla told the guys before the game or halftime in the game or whatever, I liked it. This is what we wanted to see from Real Madrid for a very long time. Just some kind of identity, some kind of press. Make it look like, you know, like you want to win this game instead of just scriping by and, and getting results. Look like the best team in Spain, which you are. Just looked look like it. And they did. I mean, Sociedad were horrible. But I think the penalty kick that they got in the first half kind of woke up Madrid. Camavinga, I thought was excellent. This was his probably his best game for Madrid since coming over. Modric was moderate. But something about that game gave his guys some kind of momentum. And then PSG losing too. I heard someone say that, you know, PSG losing, they don't really care because it's like, it's the French league and that league is already over. Which is true. But I still believe in football. We need momentum going into big games. And PSG haven't been playing well in the league for a very long time. So that loss to me, I don't want to say... It put some doubt in their mind, but they came into the major game not in the best of form. And even though Ramagic haven't been playing that well in the league, they've been winning games, which is the most important thing. But something after the after that game, and then I saw yesterday's game, even though we went down 1-0 at halftime, I was even upset because I was proud of the way the guys were playing, the fact that they were fighting. I was like, you know what, we're losing 1-0 to Mbappe, who's probably the best player in the world of football today. So it's not like you can do much with him. But a really little the effort we put in the first half. The first 10 15 minutes, PS, you can get settled. We was just pressing, we was all on them. Like As soon as they get the ball, we just winning it back, keeping the press on, which I like to see. But obviously, I had to be very careful on the counter. Because if they keep pressing too high up, one mistake on the corner attack, and Mbappe's in. Which happened. They scored a goal. We went no one, I think. But as I said, we needed two goals to send the game to the extra time. So, going down, we nothing. My mindset was like, okay, we need two goals. So, regardless of whatever happened, we still got to score two goals. Second half started, I was like, oh boy, here we go again with this sitting back, not pressing the ball, looking like we give up. And then that one mistake by right down to sometimes, sometimes that's all you need in football. One mistake. And that one mistake he made. Like, give give Benzemi the goal From there can see the momentum change You see them start to get Excited because they knew you know what Big European night In Madrid In the burning ball. We only need one goal to send this game to extra time 2 to win We can do this And after the first goal it was just all Madrid from there Second goal came Started with a moderate running in the midfield I mean this man's playing football like, I don't know He was the best player on the park yesterday Controlled the midfield Second goal set up Benzema. And it went in like a minute later. It was the third goal with Benzema. And people, I don't know if people really understand the technique and the kind of skill it takes to score the kind of goal Benzema scored for his hat-trick goal. That's not anything easy. To snap shot outside of the right foot in the bottom right-hand corner, past one of the best goalkeepers in the world of football today. It a shows how much class Benzema has been for Real Madrid this season. If anyone argues with me that Benzema is probably not the best number 9 in the world, I don't know what to say. He for me is clearly the best number 9 in the world, yes there's Lewandowski, but Benzema is the best number 9 in the world. PSG yesterday didn't play bad, to be honest, they really didn't, but Ramon was just hungrier. and wanted it more. PSG made some stupid mistakes, Mbappe had a good game, Messi had a okay first half, second half he wasn't nearly as effective. To me, Neymar not have the best game. But I don't know, I don't know what, what it is with PSG. I don't know. Is it like every single year in the Champions League? You just bottle it. I don't know. I just don't get it. Like, it's like something about this team that you just can't win Champions League, no matter what they do. It's like you bring over Messi, you have Mbappe, you have Neymar, you have, you have a, a host of great players in the team, and they still can't win. So some people be saying, is this Mbappe's last game in the Champions League for PSG? I hope so. Because I I hope he comes to Madrid. Then they say, was this a failure for Messi coming over? I wouldn't say it's a failure because he still has another season to go at PSG. And then he would decide what he can do after that. So he could still win Champions League next season. But nobody cares about PSG winning the French League. That's a given. It's just that when Ronaldo went to Juventus, nobody cared about Juventus winning the league. That was a given. When, when Ronaldo and Messi both go to different football teams, is one ambition is to win Champions League. And once again, Messi, I don't want to say he came short, but he failed. So this is what, this is seven years now, not winning Champions League. That's a long time. But I wouldn't put all the blame on him. As I said, Pierre didn't really play a, a bad game. But as you see, he was at one, I think he bought in, if you see gay. And I'm like, he getting very defensive very early And then obviously when Real Madrid went up Started to panic Braun Draxler He brought on De Maria But it was a little too late for me Real Madrid was just As we were saying in their bag Yesterday And this is what I want to see for my team This is what I was complaining about last time I know it's in there I know the effort is there The energy is there It's just you have to show it I get the fact that you might not to show it every single game But you need to show it for most games this is what rotation does. Yes, still camera thinking Rodrigo came on. They add some some much more needed energy to the team. And that's all I ask from the coach. Just rotate, Carlo. Rotate these guys. Give everybody a chance. Rest some guys. Have them press the football. If you press the football and play with the identity and you lose, I can live with that because you can't win every game. Just have some kind of identity, some kind of understanding. This is where we can play. We're gonna press and whatever happened, happen. happen. I'm not saying press for 90 minutes, it's impossible. But no way to press, and press as a team. The first 15 minutes yesterday, that's the majority I want to see to start games. Even though you didn't score, I would say, look at my team, look at these boys. Know what they have to do. They have to score a goal. They can't just sit back and let PSG have the ball. That's what they did in the first leg. They just sat back and let PSG have all the football to do whatever they want. Because you was playing for 0-0 zero, zero draw. Not coming out in the second leg, like knowing you have to win, you're pressing the football, going for goals. Yes, you were exposed, I get it. But look what happened. You still get a result, you still won the game, you still advance in the last 80, Champions League. Now the question is, is who we have to play in the last 80, Champions League? Because these teams are going through City are already through, Birmingham are already through, Liverpool are already through. and Africa, Madrid between Tony Baker or the Suku and through? I'm not too sure. I can't call that one. I'm going to speak about United in a few, but I can't call that two-legged affair because on form right now, I guess I think is playing better football right now on form than United, but, you know, if it wasn't, what happens 90 minutes on that night? As far as Villarreal and Juventus go, I can't call that either, but I expect Juve to go through. So if Juve do go through, that's another tough tie. So... I, w- I won't even say there's any small, there's any soft things in the last eight because I think Ajax might go through, and Ajax is not really a cakewalk. Chelsea are already up to nothing, so I expect them to go through in their second leg. So a like whoever we have to play, it's going to be a tough tie. But you know what? I'm not even angry at that. That's what Champions League is about. It's about being the best to win, to win the the main trophy in club football. So whoever we play, play the same way, play with energy, and just leave it all on the pitch. But all in all. I'm proud of my boys. Through the last eight in the Champions League. First in the league. Eight points ahead of Sevilla. They have Mallorca on Monday. And then. We got Barca at home. I think it's on Sunday. That won't be an easy game either. Because Barca's starting to catch form. Barca has been undefeated in the last four. Starting to pick up some form in the league. They're third in the league. Coming from where they were. Months ago. Before they had Javi to you know. They really. Trying to get it together. Sign the political unit. So that game definitely won't be easy for Madrid. It's at home. So obviously we're going to need the fans again. Hopefully we get a win there. Because I think if you get a win there. The league might be three quarters in the bag. Because you still got to play Africa Madrid. In Africa and Sevilla in Seville. But. Let's say one game at a time. Mallorca's next. And then after Mallorca. It's on to. Barca so We see how it goes As far as Manchester United go I don't want to say this is a Disgrace of a club But right now this is probably the worst United I've seen In How much ever years This team is this Out of all the big teams in the world of football They're probably the worst right now To watch I, I don't know what's going on with this team They are They're in 5th place they are one point behind Arsenal. And Arsenal has three games in hand. If Arsenal win all three games in hand, Arsenal are going to go 10 points ahead of United. They're not catching Arsenal if Arsenal go 10 ahead. Basically, it United will not make Champions League. And until like United not in the Champions League, it's a disgrace. And then to make things worse, Spurs are two points behind United. And they have two games in hand. So United can fall either further in the pecking order, sports winning games to handle sports are hot and cold so you never know with them but I just don't know what's going on with another team whatever happened with CR over the weekend and the coach one body saying that CR injured and can't play then somebody come on and saying that there's nothing wrong with Ronaldo he's fully fit We just have issues with the the coach and the coach coaching the team but then again that don't sound like CR he's a professional so for me he plays regardless Ragnar just can't get this team flowing Chopping the chains in the lineup. I thought in the, in the Manchester Derby, they actually played a good first half, even though they were down 2-1. They played a good first half. And then the second half comes, and I'm like, okay, you know, maybe let him make a game of this. And it's just like, just like the last thing they played City in Old Trafford is like a training session. It was a training session in Old Trafford in the first inning, early up in the season. And it was an even bigger training session in the second half on Sunday. It's like United didn't even have a shot on target. City, At one point, City had like 92% of the ball. That is unheard of. Like, to have 8% of the ball, like, what are you doing? You're just standing up like cones watching City just pass the ball around? City wasn't even breaking a sweat. And I'm like, dude, you're down 2 1 at halftime, not 5 1. It's not the end of the world. You can still fight and get a, at least get a draw. And you just play like, like, they just give up. And that's a problem that I guess United fans have As a big team it, That you're not supposed to be giving up on, on games Especially in a derby Like a team that You don't like Your most disliked team Rivals And you just give up I don't understand the, the way they're playing Then it's, I heard articles that Cavani doesn't want to play Like he, he's fit But doesn't want his soul to play games Then they're trying to get rid of Rashford I'm like I don't understand what's up with this team if you look at this thing on paper, on paper they have a very good team. But the problem is that football doesn't play on paper. He keeps chopping and changing. Like, I mean, Sancho's catching some kind of form, but then it's like, Rashford is a doing much? Pogba is Pogba. Varane plays every now and then. Harry Maguire is the captain. <laughs> That's so funny to me, huh? Harry Maguire is the captain. Boy, oh boy. That's when you know it's a very, very sad day. That Harry Maguire is the captain of Manchester United. You know, you you have captains like Roy Keane and and Paul Scholes and Rhea Ferdinand and these boys. And now you have Harry Maguire. I don't even know where he starts Harry Maguire, to be honest. I I would personally start Varane and probably Lindelof before Maguire. Because Maguire is not a good centre-back. He really isn't. Always caught a position. He's very, very slow. He makes a lot of mistakes. Then it's awesome game. He had Lindelof at right back. What's up with that? Why will you put a centre-back at right-back? What are you trying to prove? See, this is the I have some coaches at Ragnar. You come and you want to overthink football. You want to overthink everything. No. So just keep it simple. Why you put a centre-back at right-back when you have a right-back on your team? Okay, you might not trust wan You may not trust Dalot. But they're right-backs. You have to play them in, in the position. You can't put Ling at right-back. He doesn't have to pay. He's not that good at at right-back. He's not that good at a, at a, he's not even that good of a centre-back. So he can put a girl who's not that good of a centre back at right back. That doesn't make any sense. You never need a holding midfielder. It's the first thing they need. You know what? You they, know they need a lot of things. Their best player this season has been David De Gea. And you know it's a, it's a shame when your best player for the season has been your goalkeeper, because without David De Gea, the sales he'd be making, United, United might be in eighth or ninth by now. But I don't. I don't see United get any top four. I'm sorry, I don't see it. Their best hope was several I don't even want to see it's the Champions League. Because they can't see them winning the Champions League either. Cause right now between two of these teams, United and African Madrid, African Madrid are actually in more form than united. I and mean, maybe gotta see what United do on Saturday against Spurs. And Spurs beat them. For me that's it for United. They're not they're not They're not even getting any top four for sure if Spurs beat them. I not think Spurs might beat them to be honest. Because for some reason when Spurs beat these big team, Spurs show up. They beat City at City. So it won't surprise me if they beat United at United. They have to make sure. They have to get Cristiano Ronaldo back on board. You're not going anywhere without Ronaldo. You need to make sure Ronaldo plays on Saturday against Spurs. And he has to play in the Champions League against African Madrid. He has to. And they still believe that African Madrid might beat United. Because. You know they're just not. They're not playing as a team right now. So it's like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's up with this team. I don't. Ragnit for sure. He's not coming back next season. No matter what. They're not. They're not keeping Ralph, Ralph Ragnit at United you know, next season. He's not. He's not the man for that team. Some people are complaining, saying like. I was watching an episode uh, on Sky Sports the other day. They was complaining about why. Why would um, United go for Ragnit when Conte was available? Good question. Everybody knows we're he demands money, he demands certain players he want, which is cool. I'm not saying giving everything he wants, but you know, it's a start. So, you brought in a coach that you know in six months' time you don't want anymore, you're going to get rid of. That doesn't make any sense to me. So, then who are you going to get? You're get like Pochettino? Because the way PSG going, he might end up in PSG and go United. I don't know, it, it might happen. But bringing a coach is one thing, but is the players. You need, you need players that are going to play for the team, play for the badge. And these players that you know they have right now, they're just not they're not showing up. So I guess we've got to see what happens in the Champions League because this, this is their last chance of any kind of silverware. Because they're not in the FA Cup. They're out of the league. And I really don't see. If they lose to Africa Madrid, would they fire Ragnit? I mean I don't think so. It doesn't make any sense because it's like why fire him. Just let me finish the season out. Doing whatever he's doing. And then get rid of him. But I don't know, he's, he plays this 4 2 2 2 formation all the time. I don't get it. Clearly it's not working. But he's one of the coaches that seem to be stuck in their ways. I don't know. I don't know. United just they're all they they they're all out of the sorts right now. And they're all the sorts at the wrong time of the season. To be honest. Cause I think we just coming in when you like what, the last two or three in a row in the league. Joe Phillips are to look. You know, playing with a little bit more confidence. He scored against United. So he's starting to look a little bit more confidence in his game. Then ever never using Suarez right now. Suarez so not even starting the team. That's the funny thing about it. Carrasco getting back from suspension. That's more problems for United. So it's like, I mean, I never caught United up because of one man. Christian Ronaldo. That's the only reason I will give United any kind of hope against Athletic Madrid. Because we all know Ronaldo is an African Madrid bully. He always scores against all against black. Hot tricks, did it for Madrid, did it for Juventus, so I won't, I will never count United out, a hundred percent because of him. But without him, I'm not giving them the chance. Maybe they could put me wrong, you know. But they need to play Ronaldo in this game in this second leg against I think Madrid. To have any, I, I would probably use Ronaldo, the same Sancho, Bruno, Pogba. I don't know if he's gonna risk Rashford. I don't know what's the issue with Rashford and him. Is like that these guy's not like his coaching methods? I don't know what his methods in quote in 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 training are. But for some reason these players don't like it. But I mean like as a player, you're not supposed to like the method, you're just supposed to do what the coach says. Just do as he says. If it works out, it works out. If it don't work out, then it's on him, because you did you did it as as told. But you kind of complain about the man coaching methods and say, oh we don't like this method. Just you, you say, pay play the game and score goals. But that's, you know, there's problems. Right now, I'm just dealing with my team, my guys, keeping this momentum from yesterday's victory against PSG. I want to the last in the Champions League. And we're going to see who we're going to play in the next round. Is there anybody I'm hoping to get? I mean, I would like to avoid City. I would take Chelsea, to be honest, Chelsea, you know, Liverpool, they press a lot, they play high up, so maybe if they play in counter football, we can catch them on the counter. But City and Bayern Munich, probably two teams that I would avoid right now. But as I say, you know, it doesn't make a difference, like, whoever we get, we get. I honestly, at the beginning of the season, I didn't, my main, my main trophy for Madrid was still winning the league, not the Champions League. But if you could compete in the Champions League and still win the league, you know, it's a plus. If you can win both, it's a plus. But I still think it'll be half of Real Madrid to win Champions League. But as I said, I'm just proud of the way these boys played yesterday. I'm very, very happy. I feel for it's leg, The way we responded. And hopefully we keep this momentum going into the game against Mallorca. And also against Barcelona. I hope everyone is doing well. Thanks for listening. I will see you guys in the next one. As always, Ala Madrid, Inada Mas.